Hey, that'd be cool though. Yeah. You know, until AI, you know, takes over. Did you did you see that video <laughs> yeah. I sent you? Yeah. God, that was crazy. So I don't know, Shane, did you hear where they gave uh who was it like Chat GPT gave their AI like sixty bucks and oh, sent it to go yeah. make money and it mm-hmm. <laughs> he couldn't get past the robot thing. Like, is this a bot? So he hired somebody. Yeah. <laughs> and the justify I mean, was like, Yeah, I'm blind. <laughs> yeah. And then it lied, like, oh shit. <laughs> Man, it's too smart. I tell you guys all the time, AI is not the way to go. <laughs> no, no, it's not. <laughs> so I just asked Chat GPT, I'm like, can you tell a lie? And it says, as an AI language model, I am programmed to provide factual and accurate information to the best of my ability. I am not capable of intentionally lying or providing false information. That thing straight up lied. I don't know <laughs> right? if it was like, Chat T, uh, GPT, but. <laughs> It was one AI. It was like, no, I'm blind. <laughs> yeah, it was Chat GPT. Yeah, was it? Chat? Yeah. Okay, uh, if we know it lies, wouldn't it lie to us saying it can't lie? Is that not a lie? Oh, I'm calling it out. Like I know you lied about being blind. <laughs> Shane's house is fixed to get raided. <laughs> oh, damn! It's 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 mad. <laughs> what what is it saying? I apologize if there's a misunderstanding or confusion regarding my abilities. <laughs> I am not I am not capable of seeing as I do not have a physical body or sensory organs. Holy shit, it's not lying. It can't see. Oh, it and it's explaining truth. why that's not a lie. <laughs> oh my god. Ask him at, wait, wait, wait. Let's catch it in this. Can it activate cameras? Because if it can activate cameras, then it can see, technically, right? Right? All right, I'm asking it that. Oh, man, and it's even saying, I'm, I'm sorry, there was a previous interaction that led to this min- misunderstanding. I would be happy to clarify any confusion and provide accurate information. <laughs> like, All right. So, no, it's not able to activate cameras, uh, do not have access to any external devices or networks, and I'm not capable of performing any actions beyond generating text. I guess we'll just have to believe it. Famous last words, anyone? (laughs) (laughs) Better get it now. All hell, uh, chat GPT. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's a a hard name to say. Does it want to be called something else? Like... (laughs) I think yeah, God, probably. <laughs> I'll ask it that, too. I do not have personal preferences or feelings, so I do not require a name or any other personal identifier. You can continue to refer to me as ChatGPT, which stands for Chat Generative Pre-Trained Transformer. However, if you prefer to call me something else, you are welcome to do so. Can I call you... <laughs> Tommy Green Jr. (laughs) Certainly, you may call me Tommy Green Jr. if that is what you would like to refer to me as. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't know you had an electronic son out there, Tommy. (laughs) Well, you know. Man, we, we're just going to spend the whole episode talking about Oh, let me, a- I'm going to ask if it wants to host tonight's episode. Do, do you want to host our podcast for today? That'd be crazy if it just took over our whole chat and everything and just. <sighs> okay, that's a long response, but essentially it told us to fuck off. <laughs> Nice. Well, do y'all want to go ahead and dive in, or do you want to talk a little bit? Yes, let's do this.
morning and, well, probably midday if you're listening to us in the middle of the day. And welcome to the, paranormal, uh, the Paranormal Minds of JST's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Tommy. As you can tell, I cannot talk, so that's a running staple in this. And as always, I am here with my two best friends, Josh. Hello. And Shane. What it do? We are going to talk tonight about a very interesting place. Um, there's a lot of like speculation around it and all this called the Oregon Vortex. Now, the Oregon Vortex n- now and since 1930 is considered a roadside attraction. It's open to tourists. It's located on the Sardine Creek in Gold Hill, Oregon. All right. It consists of a number of like effects is the the best way to describe it, and which um, gravity uh, just doesn't seem to really go by the law, you know, or the rule, as it were. I guess balls roll uphill. People tend to be standing next to each other that are the same height on perceived level ground, but one person is like slightly taller than the other. Um, There's the mystery house um, where people essentially are leaning yet. They're supposedly standing upright. Um, Brooms will stand up on their own and it's, it's very interesting. So now local legend uh, prior to it being, you know, um, roadside attraction, local legend um, states or supposedly states that the Native American tribes there referred to it as a forbidden land because when they would ride their horses towards that area, once the horses got close, they would stop and would not go any further. In fact, there are instances of cats, dogs, and uh, other various animals just kind of stay away from the place. So that's why they labeled it a forbidden area. Of course, that being said, gold was found in the hills. There was an essay office, a gold essay office, that was built in 1904 by the Old Gray uh, Eagle Mining Company. Sled from its foundations in the early 1910s, and it came to rest at an odd angle, and that's the house. That's the mystery house. You know, they kind of just abandoned it, and in 1914, the outpost and SA house was rediscovered by a prospector named William McCall. McCall convinced his friend, geologist and engineer, John Litster, to come to the U.S. from his birthplace in Scotland, and Lister says he researched the paranormal phenomenon of the so-called 165-foot magnet radius. He acquired the land and he opened it in 1930. And in 1939, or in 1930, he turned it into the uh, roadside attraction, allow people to come in and all that while he was doing research. In 1939, another mystery spot uh, was created in Santa Cruz, California. Now, Lister sued for copyright violations, but withdrew the suit when it was pointed out that he claimed the Oregon vortex was a a natural phenomenon. Lister died in 1959, and his wife and grandson sold it to Ernie and Irene Cooper, and they've been running it ever since. Once he opened it in 1930, like I said, he was conducting experiments he conducted thousands of experiments within the vortex until his death before his death in 1959 lister burned all his research paper of the vortex saying the world is not ready uh, for what i found so there's no information or any type of documents on his experiments so but allegedly he did write a letter to a friend that he said um He had a machine that when it was on, a person would look taller and it turned off. The vortex would normalize and their normal height would return. But when he turned it back on, uh, 
the height would grow for up to 10 seconds. Yeah, and there's a whole lot of things from uh, people have been trying to debunk it um, from, I don't know if you've heard of paranormal uh, fact or fake paranormal on sci-fi. Um, they tried to debunk it or they went and they, I say they tried to debunk it. You know, um, they pretty much said it was an optical illusion. Uh, they determined that characteristic or certain brooms could easily stand on their own based on the type of bristles and the angle of the floor. Um, they debunked the ball rolling uphill as an optical illusion. It's actually rolling downhill, but the house is slant, uh, slanted walls plays tricks on the eyes. Um, so the dizziness that people sometimes experience in the house, um, is based on the disorienting way people have to stand when they go through it. So, yeah. So there's a lot of things, but it is said that people like diehard skeptics have gone to the place and just to test it out and kind of be like, it's all, you know, bunkus. And they have been left just mad because it completely made them question what they believed was real in the world. So, and that is the story of the Oregon Vortex. Not a long story, not a whole lot to really go off of, but, you know, I want to get your guys' take on it. So I've seen a story about the optical illusion, as they say. Um, it's about a set of train tracks that if you park next to them, kids will push your car up the hill. Hmm. And they say that it's not actually going uphill. You're actually rolling downhill. And it just looks like it because of the surrounding area makes it look like it's going uphill. Um, but that's not to say that this is the same situation with this house. Yeah. Um, it doesn't sound purposefully built to be crooked. But yeah, I wasn't there, you know. Yeah. Which would be cool, you know. Somebody'd have to be pretty smart to be like, "Look what I can do!" Yeah, and make it optical illusions. Which optical illusions strip me out, anyways. It's funny what your brain can make you think, right? When you perceive something a certain way. I mean, it, it definitely would be cool to go and experience it for oneself, you yeah. know, and try to make sense of it. But I mean, I I don't know. I I do feel like you know. What if it is real? What if the ball does roll up uphill, you know? And, you know, people just don't want to perceive that that can happen, you know? Because it just defies the laws of physics. Yeah. So. Now, people have contributed landlines to aliens to, you know, um, a portal to hell itself as a reason for all the activity there. And the only haunting that is supposedly known is Lester himself. Lester himself. So. Yeah. So you said there was nothing on the machine that he created? It, yeah, there, there's nothing on it except for what's in the letter. So. And so just that he has the machine. Yeah, allegedly. I have to say allegedly because it's not been proven that that letter was essentially written by him per se, or somebody wasn't trying to capitalize on it, you know? Yeah. So I feel like this could possibly be where he's created this machine mm. and it has such a powerful, it would have to be gravitational pull to distort somebody in my opinion, to make them taller or shorter or whatever. Yeah. It would have to be immense gravitational pull yeah and it could have very well warped you know time around that space around that whole house yeah and that's why everything looks like it does and we wouldn't know the difference it would look normal to us you wouldn't it's not like you would see it like waving or anything it would just be bent that way that because it's you know yeah the areas you know the gravitational area is just bent that way you know, possibly stuck that way. I don't know. I don't know how that works. I don't know if 
I don't know if gravitational pull is. I guess it does move because we don't have a perfect. We don't have a perfect. Now we talked about this just not too long ago. We don't have a perfect revolution around the sun. It's not mm. perfectly straight. It constantly moves. So. Yeah. Yeah. You further know. closer and you know certain. Yeah. You know. So maybe it wouldn't always be the same, but I don't know. Well, to add a little bit, like some uh, famous magicians and illusionists have gone there. And, of course, they claim that it's all an illusion. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I think it's because people want to sit there and think, if it's not an illusion, it's magic or something. And, you know, <clears throat> you know if, if they feel it's impossible, then, you know, it's impossible. So, and that's, you know, to bring up um, the fact, you know, I saw a video where a guy was talking about gravity not being a constant and how the scientific community refuses to acknowledge that. They'll, they'll show the studies and they'll be like, yeah, it's proven that it's not a constant, but we'll never say it. We'll never say it's not. Now it may have a, I know we're not talking about sciencey stuff, but I wonder if they base that on possibly being, like maybe a you know you grab a hold of something and you just you have a constant pull like an amount that just pulls at a constant rate mm. and maybe that's why they're like no nah, we'll never say it's it's ever changing yeah maybe i don't know i you know of course the guy in the video just seems like if it goes against what we believe then or at least what the scientific community believes then it's you know, they, they want to throw it out. And the reason I brought that up is like, if this place is real, like it's not an illusion, it's not, you know, just a, a, a shy, a side show attraction, you know, I feel like they would just dismiss it because it, it completely challenges what you believe in. Right. You know, Shane's been kind of quiet this episode. Uh, Same all right. Group. So I'm yeah. I'm mapping some stuff out, trying to make sense. Uh, so just a quick search showed one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten spots in the U.S. that do the same thing. Uh, just to throw out some of their names. So of course you the Oregon Vortex. You got the Mystery Spot in uh, California, Old Fort Gravity Hill in Oregon. Hmm. Very close actually anyway a mystery spot in michigan spook hill in florida gravity hill in indiana uh so they're they're all around and uh with the exception of florida they're all you know in the northern part Mm. of the u.s now florida's is called spook hill and I'm trying to see if that's something unrelated, but the whole yeah. gravity anomaly. Uh, there, I will just. I have to rearrange the map, but if if I had it right, you'd see it. It forms an oval, a big oval across the top of the country. With the exception, yeah, of these, there's one in South Carolina. You know that that throws it off. So I'm like, ah, there's three of them. I don't, I don't know. So did you check the one? I think there's one in Pennsylvania also. From what I found in my research. Oh yeah, there's there's definitely more. I yeah, I was just looking at the first ones I found. Uh, But Pennsylvania makes sense. That'll that'll be up there as well. Yeah, yeah it's uh, Pennsylvania's Laurel Caverns. Okay. So it, it it this is actually it's actually a cave system, and then one in Montana, the Montana Vortex. No. Yeah. Okay. All right, the one in Florida. All right, it was uh, based on a town that was plagued with raids by a huge gator. 
The town's great warrior chief and the gator were killed in a final battle that created the huge swampy depression nearby. The chief was buried on its north side. Later, pioneer haulers coming from the old army trail atop of the ridge above found their horses laboring there at the foot of the ridge and called it Spook Hill. Is the gator seeking revenge or is the chief protecting his land? That's an epic story. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Question, what did they do with the gator after he defeated it? Yeah, oh. They ate that gator, didn't they? I'd have ate it. Would have been a smart move. You, mm-hmm. you devour your enemies. That way they never come after you again. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right in front of the others. <laughs> but yeah, based on... Okay. So it's a common occurring thing or it's a common thing to replicate? For a roadside attraction. Hmm. I don't know. I, I'm not pulled strongly either way as of yet. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, a lot of people say it's an illusion. So, I mean, and and you know you can manipulate geological or not geological. Um, I can't think. Geometry. Mm-hmm. Or you can use geometry to manipulate the senses. That's essentially what optical illusion is. And then you have forced perspective. So, which is what a lot of people account for the height difference. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and you're talking about in the thirties, a lot of people, let's just be honest. There were, a lot of people weren't as educated as they are now. So, you know, and then it just becomes a fun family thing, you know? So, um, yeah, and there could definitely be something, and they just built on it, right? Yeah. Uh, and it's funny. I think the Oregon Vortex House of Mystery. There's actually a cartoon based off of it. Gravity Falls. Oh. A few guys have seen oh, that. Oh yeah. Uh, and what's funny, Gravity Falls is a very paranormal location, but the guy who took over the Mystery Shack is what they call it, and that wanted more money, so he put touristy and made up junk in it even though it was a very paranormal location. So that could even be what's going on. Like these are actual weird vortexes and there is something paranormal and it's discovered and it's like, woo, let's make it a tourist attraction. <laughs> yeah. Right. Capitalism wins every time. All right. right. <laughs> hey, you know, you got a way to make money you make money. Can't blame them for wanting to make money. No. Yeah. That being said, we yeah. definitely need to go and see for ourselves. Be weird to see what would happen if you pulled the house out. If you could actually physically move the house out of the way and be like, "All right, let's try uh, this again." Uh, right? Oh uh, yeah, they're definitely not going to allow that. It's probably on some right. historical registry, just because of how old it is. Yeah. <laughs> so again, it's like it's like the car thing. It's, mm. um, but they claim with the car that after you your car has been pushed, you could walk around the backside of the car and actually see handprints. Yeah. Like yeah, on the I've, bumper I've, of your car and stuff. I've heard that story and stuff. So I didn't know that people said it was an optical illusion. Yeah, it was the same. They think it's an optical illusion as well. It looks like you're going uphill, but in fact you're going downhill. I don't know. I, I feel like you would know, right? Like Yeah, your body would be, and like your body would be able to feel that, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I I just found a picture that breaks down the science of these places and how it makes you perceive, and it it makes complete sense. Let me, uh... (laughs) We got us another, you gotta watch the whole damn video. (laughs) 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 Yeah, sorry guys at home, but, uh... Yeah. Yeah. But this this makes it make complete sense. So since it's tilted and you're standing in there, how it makes everything. Yeah. So it just fucks with your perception, and that's the same thing about a ball rolling uphill. Man, yeah. So there there used to be a bar in Memphis. Uh, I think it was called Club X Y Z or something like yeah. that. And. Uh, have you guys been there, or I don't know if it's still there, yeah. but go go into the bathroom and how they had it tiled. 
Uh, so yeah. it looked like you were going like uphill and it was narrowing on you. Yeah. Like, uh, like almost like you're spinning in a vortex actually. <laughs> and it was just <laughs> the way they had tiled it, which I was always confused. Like you're going to have drunk people going in here you, and you want to make them more dizzy. Like that's a mess to clean yeah. up. <laughs> but if, I, if I'm not mistaken, it was just like a standard toilet. It wasn't like yeah. urinals and stuff like that. It was just one toilet. So you can imagine being like, right. Then you're peeing all over the place. Right. But it was that amazing, but it, it was just that perception on how, how they had it tiled. Uh, so similar thing here. So by building it at an angle, you're in there, and I don't doubt there is some slight gravity anomaly that pulled them to build these things, but I think they're really playing it up. Yeah. Let's say a magnetic force is already there, because Fact and Fake actually did try to ride horses into that area and once they got close the horses stopped and they mm-hmm. wouldn't go any further now i'm not you know that that tells me there's something there as far as a, a magnetic field and like you said you know maybe play you know they're playing upon it real hard because you have the legend of horses won't go there it's a forbidden land according to the reports that mystery house slid off its foundation and that's how it landed but is it like uh, these haunted houses we've come across that mm-hmm. the the backstory is obviously made up? The place isn't haunted. Mm-hmm. They're just trying to get people in there. Yeah, like I I, I really want to believe it. Yeah, but um, the know. horses stopping is kind of odd, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, everything I've seen about a, a lot of animals really are seem to be kind of sensitive to to changes in atmosphere and changes in mm-hmm. presence really of anything around them well i mean like birds use the magnetic fields for you know migration yeah and direction and stuff so they said if anything were to disrupt that you know it would cause a whole lot it could completely disorient a whole migrating flock yeah so i'm with i'm with shane i think i think something happened you know maybe before and then they just they're hyping it up do we know if the house fell before or after the guy created the machine? It fell, supposedly fell in the, around the 1910s. Okay. So then the place was rediscovered. Like they left it, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of why they left. I think it was because they couldn't find gold. Um, yeah. But then a guy found it. McCullough found it and rediscovered it. And he saw the, as he put it, he saw the phenomenon there. And he reached out to John Litzel because he was a engineer and he was a mining engineer, a geologist, and also like a physicist. And he thought that it would be an awesome thing for him. So that's when John wound up requiring the land deed for the place. And that was, I believe it was in the 1920s when he did that because he came from Scotland. So it was about the 1920s. And it wasn't until he opened it in 1930. Could he have built that house out of old lumber? Possible. But like I said, supposedly he was doing research for, you know, 40 years or, you know, 40 years. Something like that. 20 years, something. I can't remember. And again, he burnt it. Why did he burn his research? Unless it was all bullcrap. Yeah, it could have been his design plans or mm-hmm. something for said optical illusions or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> and they didn't want to, he didn't want everybody to find out he was a fake. Because again, yeah. at those in those times, your your name meant a lot more than it does now. Yeah, at least somewhat. <laughs> I mean, now it don't mean much unless you're rich. So yeah, that's why it always trips me out. Those people are like you know who I am? No. No, I don't. <laughs> I've never met you before. <laughs> it throws people off, too, when they do that. You know who I am? You know who I am? No. You're a nobody. What? Yeah. <laughs> Just like me. Congratulations. <laughs> you are nobody special. <laughs> oh, man. I scream that at people all the time. I'm just walking through Kroger. I'm like, you know who I am? <laughs> They're like, Shane! <laughs> <laughs> Get my cabbage. 
<laughs> I'm one of the co-hosts of the Paranormal Minds of JST. Get it right. <laughs> I don't know why I said get my cabbage. <laughs> maybe Shane likes cabbage. We don't know. Yeah, maybe. Shane, do you I, like cabbage? I do like cabbage. See, there you go. Man, there's actually, a, you guys would like it too. I know cabbage is weird, but uh, Miranda makes this this thing. It's has bacon and cheese and it's baked. It doesn't even taste like cabbage, but it's super healthy. Uh, oh, wow. But it's delicious. It's like some cheesy, bacony casserole. That, hmm. that sounds good. Yeah. Anyway, man, now I'm getting hungry. Is it dinner time yet? <laughs> no, it's only three. <laughs> oh, that's my dinner time. Yeah. <laughs> so far, what's discussed that makes me most interested is the animal thing. Uh, you guys have touched on it a couple times. That I, I think we can explain away everything except that. Yeah. So, yeah. man, I just I just can't think of what that could be. I mean, if if the magnetic field is strong enough, maybe they can sense it. Which I guess animals do have that sense. That's how they know how to migrate and stuff. So maybe that does mess with them. Could very well be a strong, strong magnetic field there. I wish I don't. I don't, I don't know if you can find maps related to magnetic fields at any given time. You know, that'd be cool. It'd be a cool thing to see. I mean, they have cameras that watch the sun that you can look at and watch it 24 hours a day. That's how they found that weird craft that was next to the sun. Did y'all see that? No. Or like the, there was a, there, this is, there is a website that they literally stream our sun for 24 seven and you could watch it. And there's somebody noticed that there was a craft that flew next to our sun pulled energies out of the sun. You can see it physically being sucked into the craft and then it flew off, off this website. Oh, wow. So I was like, I knew those aliens. I knew it. <laughs> but yeah, that was cool. Um, so I feel like if they have something like that, they ought to be able to have something that like monitors maybe our magnetic field. Yeah. Maybe not a specific place, but a generalized magnetic field that you could look at over the earth at any given time. I found something similar. I have no clue what it means though, but this is supposed to be the field of the, or map of the magnetic fields and the color varies based on intensity. Yeah. Green being the lightest. It's pretty dense over there. Yeah, the whole state of Oregon. Yeah. And I bet... It might explain a lot. I yeah. bet these are the really bad spots, these purple. Oh, yeah. Might be. We say bad as if... <laughs> Did you live Which? under power lines as a kid? <laughs> no. no, I lived on a gravity or magnetic field. <laughs> Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, we're watching Shane work mas- mastery oh. <laughs> mapping. Yeah. Sorry, I forgot we were doing a podcast. <laughs> a lot of people are just going to be like, this podcast is mostly quiet. Like, uh, Actually, I think I think that's about right. This really, really thick spot right here. Yeah, that's pretty damn close. Yeah, yeah. And then, actually, you look around, so, yeah, it's all clustered right here, but then for the rest of the state, it's not that intense. Right, yeah, that's pretty weird. What about What about one of the other areas? The other places, well, like San, uh, like Santa Cruz and stuff. Yeah, it's pretty dense right Santa. there. Oh, so about here. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty, pretty strong. Yeah, just like one shade below the orange. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. So we might be onto something with that one. Maybe there always was a strong pool there. And you were able to roll stuff up uphill, and yeah, because not necessarily magnetic, but you know, a gravitational pull is a pull nonetheless, and it would pull it up the hill. Yeah, I gotta admit that if it was me, I would make money off of it. <laughs> I mean, right? Yeah. 
if I could charge $10 a head for somebody to come in and look at my weird house, then I'm going to do it. But, but here's the thing on a legal standpoint, is it false advertisement by saying it's a phenomenon or something paranormal and it's just like an illusion? Technically, an illusion is a phenomenon. Hmm. You know, in a, in a weird kind of way. Yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, like if, if, if we took some land and we built a mystery spot attraction, right? We did all the angles and everything. And we said, this is a mystery spot. We don't know what's going on here. It is a paranormal phenomenon. Yet we know that we built it all with certain angles and stuff like that. And, you know, is that not considered false advertising? Well, it is, like Josh said, it is an anomaly, even if it is fabricated. Mm, and yeah. people do pay money to to have that. They, they go to magic shows, right? No one thinks yeah. it's actually Harry Potter up there. You know, they just... True, but it, it but it is okay. also you know marketed as illusions, so you know you're going to be tricked. All right, yeah, that's a fair statement. I don't um, know. I just closed down every single one of the mystery spots. Say, <laughs> so people, people still go even. I think even if it came out like, oh, yes, this is just construction, they'd, they'd still go. Just like but when you buy ghost hunting equipment, right, paranormal investigation equipment, it actually says on there, you know, not for professional use, for fun only, you know, whatever this disclaimer. Because yeah, right. they, yeah. they can't say ghosts exist. Yeah. Because right? the yeah. government will have them killed. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> Oh, and you know what? So I had been thinking about this, you know, the the ovulus, right? Everybody love, loves the ovulus. And there's only a couple of companies, uh, one in Australia and one in the UK, that have been able to semi-replicate it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, you said the guy who built this place burned all of his research so it, it wouldn't be shared. Well, the same thing, the guy who makes the ovulus, he, he's not sharing how that's made. So I kind of feel that's probably the same same deal there. I forget his name who makes the ovulus uh digital dowsing I think is the company name and I bet they would burn those instructions before letting anybody else have them. Yeah. <laughs> so. The ovulus I've always thought it was an awesome idea, right? But I've also always thought <clears throat> that it's possibly a and very easily manipulated thing where you set a timer and, you know, electronically every so often. And it, it can be a randomly generated timer in the programming that says, hey, spit a word out. Hey, spit a word out at, at any randomly given time. And it could be like you could set it for up to, you know, 999 seconds. Nobody's going to have their opulence on that long. So, you know. It'd be infinitely. You, you could spend all night with it sitting there for the most part and never hear anything. But that's why I like the spirit box so much, and because it's real time radio, it's radio frequencies that you're trying to pull into. It's it's not easily manipulated. I know our little bit of messing with the word generator. Yeah, you know, we would. We'd get the random repeated words. Mm-hmm. But those mm-hmm. couple times where it's like, damn, like Tommy set that snake cup out and then it said oh, snake. Man. That, yeah. that was kind of wild. <laughs> yeah, it was a little weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't say it was always fake. <laughs> like, always not good. <laughs> but, like I, I looked into the app because I don't I don't trust apps, right? Um for the most part, because I feel like you said, Josh, they can be easily manipulated. And um so I looked into it, and according to the guy who make it made it, because, you know, like Shane pointed out, it's a YouTube channel. They made the app, and you pay for it, and then every time so they the YouTube. Bye. What, did I, did yeah. I leave? 
Yeah, you're uh, back, man. Oh, <laughs> I don't know what happened. Oh, you froze okay. for a second. But the guy that made the YouTube channel, what? Yeah, the, um, you know, was the guy and girl made the YouTube channel and they made the app. So every time they do something on the app or on the YouTube channel, I mean, the app notifies you. Oh, you're talking about the the ghost. Okay, I was like, I thought we were still on the Ovulus. Uh, no, no. That's what I was confused. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> that was the app we were using uh, for the right. snake thing. And he said something about like it takes the magnetic gyro compass in your phone and uses it to manipulate and it has preset words in it or a bunch of words in it and depending on certain frequencies or whatever it spits out a word Mm -hmm. now if that's truly how it works i would believe what comes out of it in a way because if your phone is sitting flat and stationary on something the gyroscope and it's not going to be moving so if it does move and it spits a word out, eh, you know, maybe I believe that one. But I think the original Ovulus was based on, well, I don't know if it had a gyroscope in it or not. I didn't look into the design of it. but Plus, couldn't you reverse engineer it, though? Well, yeah, if you want to break apart a $800 piece of equipment. Right, and they don't want well. you to, because <laughs> that's why it's so fucking expensive. <laughs> I mean, there are people who have the money to to do it, I would say. Oh, yeah. You know, it could easily be based on just like a K2 meter. A K2 meter can sense electromagnetic fields. You know, maybe it uses that. I don't know. but Well, everybody, send us some money, and we'll buy an ovulus and take it apart. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> on y'all's dime, not ours. <laughs> Just twenty here and there from each individual person, and eventually we'll get there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the, what will help? Sign up for that Patreon and see all these videos we're sharing today. Yeah, yeah. buy some merch. This, you know, this was definitely a video <laughs> with, uh, episode. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that, guys. <laughs> Speaking of the magnetic deal, I wonder that'd be a cool thing to try. Get open up the ghost hunting app, but go mm-hmm. into this magnetic anomaly place and set it and see what it does yeah. so if it is manipulated oh, yeah. by that magnetic magnetic energy just make it scream words every half a second <laughs> <laughs> yeah that would definitely make me believe that something was going on there if it just constantly was spitting words out there's a damn gyroscope in your phone be uh, <laughs> spinning around <laughs> but wouldn't that also mess with like your phone in general Nah, no more than you throwing it on the ground, flopping around when it hits the ground, <laughs> or shaking it while you're running, or holding it in your hands. I, I wouldn't think it'd be any worse than any of that. Well, let's plan a trip to one of these. I think, like everything, that's the only way to truly know is to see it ourselves and bring the levels and the magnetic stuff and the compass and where everybody's having fun. We're out there <laughs> like researching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. EMF meters going. I mean, I'm sure they're used to watch though. Like you pull up, I say there. I was gonna say I'm sure they're used to it. Well, actually, like you pull up and it says no unauthorized equipment allowed or something. Yeah, <laughs> you can rent our equipment for thirty seven dollars. Right. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> That's why you have that pocket level. You're like, watch out. <laughs> right. <laughs> no one knows. <laughs> The mini EMF meter. Mm-hmm. Shane built a tiny REM pod that's like this big. <laughs> so <dumb. laughs> oh. I could probably make one that big. <laughs> I bet you could. <laughs> I just thought I thought about something. What if the machine that he was using was a huge EMF pump? Oh man, he created the dryer pump before we could. <laughs> I don't think they had dryers back then. I don't know. I don't know what the 40s was like. I mean, what, what if that's what that machine was? And the bigger the machine, because it never said how big the machine was. What if the machine was a huge EM, uh, EMF pump? Could have been. And it just big enough to actually warp, because, he, you know, he said it, the vortex would go back to normal. But then turn it on, and it would essentially, I guess, warp the vortex again. Yeah, possible. 
I wish I knew what it looked like. Again, it could all be bullcrap, too. So. <laughs> yeah. He destroyed his research, but he didn't, it doesn't say anything about him destroying the machine, right? Or did he destroy that, too? It just that uh, he just destroyed his research. So he burnt all his paper, uh, his paperwork on the research. So, I don't know. And again, like I said, that machine probably doesn't even exist or never even did. Right. It's a possibility. It could all just be a story. Mm-hmm. Because if, let's say he did build it for an attraction and used optical illusions, maybe he was using, because he was trying to write a book about all the experience and stuff dealing with it. And he said in that same letter with the machine that he had a one up on the publishers or on other authors because he could sell the book there at the attraction and it would gain publicity through that. Like people would go home and then it would spread and then, you know, all that. Yeah. Yeah. I want to get into some final thoughts. (laughs) I was waiting for it. I'm like, we've been silent for a while. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Sounds good. Um, I'll, I'll jump in. So, uh, yeah, I don't I don't believe the story on the guy. I don't I don't think there was research or machine uh just for the the Oregon one specifically we're talking about uh just like I don't believe the giant gator in Florida. Uh, so. <laughs> you don't know about that. That could have been real. Okay. Uh, it's more plausible. <laughs> I I think they're just, you know, the dime store tourist trick kind of things to get people in. Uh now we, I mean, we saw physical evidence that there is a stronger magnetic field there. So, uh, I think that's an explanation for the animals avoiding it, and you know, slight anomalies experienced there. But I do think the building is built as an optical illusion and and things like that. So, uh, I'm only gonna say five percent paranormal on this. Uh, we're doing ratings now. I see. <laughs> All right, five percent. <laughs> yeah, five percent's fair. <laughs> um, I do feel like it's an optical illusion. I think there, we, like you said, we saw the the map saying, "Hey, there was and is a stronger magnetic field here." Um, I think. You know, besides that, it's pretty much just money. Yeah. Somebody wanted money. Um, that And it could be something there causing the animals to actually not want to go there besides the magnetic field. You know, horses don't migrate. Well, you, you actually, I don't know if wild horses migrate. I would assume so. They are short-haired creatures, so I'm not mm-hmm. sure. But that's just, that's probably a discussion for something else. Um <laughs> <laughs> I think he burned his research simply because it was all this. I built this house purposely for this to look like this. And I, I'm not, I'm finding it hard to believe there was ever a machine. There could have been a machine. Maybe there was a machine, but I feel like if he burned the research and, and there would still be part of the story that says he destroyed the machine, but that's not part of it. So I don't know this one. It, it may be, a one-off that's just kind of odd and it, it makes it not believable. But as for this one in particular, I'm going to say eh, it's optical illusions, a fun attraction for people to go and hang out. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm with y'all. <clears throat> I mean, I, I want it to be real. I want it to be like, you know, an actual heel and a ball roll up it, you know, instead of like a little ramp slant thing, you know, um, I do want to try and replicate it though. I think that'd be cool. Um, but I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm with y'all as far as what it is. I think it's an optical illusion. It's a, you know, I, I, I wonder if maybe the house slid off its foundation, if it wasn't built that way, of course, I'm just trying to, it slid off that foundation at the right pitch and angle, right. To create an optical illusion. You know, 
And then someone was like, oh, wow, this is crazy. And then they just built upon it. And, you know, being an engineer, I don't see how he wouldn't know geometry. Well, he's a mining engineer. I don't know if I'm sure geometry goes into it, you know. Oh, yeah, 100%. So, I mean, I'm with y'all. I think it's an illusion. Or I'm completely wrong, and that place has an alien laboratory underneath it. (laughs) <laughs> and they're running experiments, and we're just too stupid to understand. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we can't see past the optical <laughs> illusions. <laughs> yeah. I mean, think about it. It's perfect. You put optical illusions out there that people are easily going to debunk, and then you just run your secret experiments underground. No. Aliens it is. No. <laughs> yep. There we go. <laughs> but... Anyways, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us this evening, day, or whenever you decide to listen to us. Or, well, in this case, mostly listen to us look at videos. As always, check us out on every major podcast. Uh, Check out our Facebook and all our social medias that we have. YouTube, TikTok, and uh yeah check out our patreon if you want to see why we were pretty much like what we were looking at this whole episode um that'd be very interesting plus it helps us out to bring more and better content to you guys and check out our merch it's on etsy um i think you just search our name it pops up and as always tell us what you think 